Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Anthony Kennedy's decision to retire from the Supreme Court was overshadowed by the intense confirmation battle that surrounded his eventual successor, Brett Kavanaugh. But it's important to remember Kennedy's contributions to the court as an associate justice since 1988. In nearly three decades on the court, Kennedy provided the swing vote in a variety of cases, siding with the liberal wing of the court on gay rights and abortion rights, while aligning himself with conservatives in the Citizens United case in 2010 and joining the majority in handing George W. Bush a presidential victory in the 2000 election. Kennedy recently sat down with Carlisle Group co-founder David Rubenstein for an interview recorded at the University of Virginia Law School. They spoke on David Rubenstein's Bloomberg television program, Peer-to-Peer Conversations. Let's talk about some of the opinions that you're very well known for. Uh, some were five for four, some were not. Um, but let me talk about, uh, for example, on gay, lesbian rights. Um, you have been a strong advocate that everybody should be treated equally and that there should be no discrimination. And in fact, you authored the opinion that allowed gay marriage to occur. Is that something that surprised your conservative, uh, let's say, supporters? And is this something you're very proud of having uh, written that opinion? In a sense, it surprised me. What surprised you, the, the, the outcome? The, the reaction, or, but, but not your decision? Well, you know, because my religious beliefs, uh, these are, that's one of the reasons I, I wrote it. it. It seemed to me that I couldn't hide and the nature of injustice is you can't see it in your own time. And uh, as we thought about this, and I thought about it more and more, it seemed to me that it's just wrong uh, under the Constitution to say that over 100,000 uh, adopted children of, of gay parents could not have their parents married. I, I, I just thought that this was, this was wrong, but it took, and I, struggled with it and wrote the case over a weekend. And that's the way I came out. But as I say, you, 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 as you write, the, the reasons uh, either compel themselves or, or not. I tell judges, I tell young judges, old judges, your duty in every case is to ask, why are you doing what you're about to do? What are the reasons? And even if you've done it a hundred times, you have to ask what those reasons are again and see if they are still valid. That's what you must do. It's introspective. You take an oath that you're going to listen to each side. And if you make up your mind in advance, you're not following that oath. So um, in abortion rights, uh, many people who uh, were your supporters generally of your judicial philosophy were disappointed, I think it's fair to say, that you were not in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. In fact, while you may have narrowed it to some extent, you never uh, voted to overturn it. Um, What was your thinking on that? particular area? Well, our thinking is the, set forth in the opinions. We, we give reasons for what we do. We don't go around later explaining it. It's, it's, it's in the opinion, and we hope 
we hope that the opinion is convincing. Now, one of your famous five to four decisions is Citizens United, yes. uh, in which you upheld the right of corporations to basically uh, make uh, political contributions. Right. Any second thoughts about that decision ever? I, I, uh, again, the decision stands, stands for itself. Of course, all of us are concerned with money in politics. The government of the United States, in that case, argued before the Supreme Court, we're in the court and the podium is down there, the attorney for the government of the United States argued that uh, in, if there was an upcoming political campaign, I forget the, uh, maybe six weeks, uh, and a book was being published, or a movie uh, being uh, produced, and it was critical of a candidate that you could stop publication. I thought it was unbelievable. Uh, this is a First Amendment right. Now, it's true that uh, there's a problem of money in politics, but I think we just have to address it some other way. And notice uh, that the press was exempt, so the major newspapers could print what they want. Uh, but you couldn't have a book or a movie the other way. I, I thought it was a, so, now, the, the result was, as, as you know, uh, that money flows into these campaigns, and it, and it seems to me we have to think about it, and, but that the voters are the ones that, if they see money coming in from the campaign for wrong source, there should be disclosure, and uh, they can vote against the candidate if they don't like it. So um, when you were uh, in the court in the last number of years, after Justice O'Connor retired, you were basically seen, rightly or wrongly, as the swing vote. What, did that put undue pressure on you in making decisions because you were principally the person who could make the court go one way or the other? Well, I, I think every one of the justices uh, feels pressure in, 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 every, in every case. Uh, yes, it was, it was a, a little bit, little bit hard. A swing vote, I said, uh, the swing vote has this um, uh, symbolism uh, uh, of, of this swinging back and forth in space. I say the cases swing, I don't. I, I'm consistent. Now, you um, carry the Constitution with you everywhere you go. Is that right? Yep, I have it. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. In your view, um, when you carry the Constitution, you obviously know it very well. What do you think about the theory that you should look at the intent of the uh, drafters of the Constitution about what you should decide in a case? This, this is one of the hardest questions in constitutional law and, and, and that we have to, to wrestle with. Look at this. This is a written document that the framers wanted handed down. Uh, you can't just ignore what the words are. On the other hand, I don't think uh, Jefferson, uh, and you're a great Jeffersonian scholar, uh, and, 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 and Madison spent a lot of time reading dictionaries, and they used spacious language, life, liberty, property. If they had known all the specifics of a just society, they would have written down. They didn't do that, and, it, and uh, these words, uh, have to have meaning over, over time. Um, and uh, uh, Jefferson, uh, pe people sometimes get me, Declaration of Independence is life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That's Declaration of Independence. Life, liberty, property is what Madison put in the Fifth Amendment. Uh, and it's also in the 14th. Um, and happiness was, was interesting. Uh, happiness, uh, the Greek word is uh, eudaimonia. And 
the, even in the Greek times, uh, there, they had two meanings. Uh, and one was happiness that you uh, have material possessions. The other is you're happy because um, you have contributed to civic life and this enhances your own dignity. And Jefferson used it in this second sense. The happiness uh, was to give to your community and the result was enriching to you. You've served in the court for 30 years. You've written enormous number of opinions. You're quite respected throughout the legal committee, but what would you like your legacy to be? I hope that people would look at the court and realize that uh, not only is it possible but necessary for a democracy uh, to have a civil, rational, thoughtful, decent discussion so that we can plan our own destiny. Um, we are, are in a time with an uncivil discourse. Aristotle um, and Plato both gave a low grade to democracy. Um, and I went back to two summers ago and read, uh, uh, reread Plato and Aristotle. Is that a common thing that justices do, going back and reading Plato and well, Aristotle? Well, I, 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 I wanted to do it but because I was concerned. And my interpretation was that Aristotle thought democracy should be given a low grade because it did not have the capacity to mature. And our duty, our destiny is to prove him wrong. Look at the rest of the world is looking at us to see what democracy means, what freedom means. And uh, they see this hostile, fractious discourse and we're not making the case for democracy. At the end, David, of the last century, the last quarter, last 25 years, the last century, it was the birth of democracy. Democracy's coming all over the world. Um, the first part of this century, we're seeing the death of democracies. And in part, it's because of the example uh, that we're not setting. Uh, Aristotle um, said that in a civil discussion, uh, there has to be uh, re re respect, uh, moderation, thought. And he said the participants in uh, a discussion in a democratic society um, must have eunoia, which means kindness and respect. I disagree with you on Proposition X, but I respect you immensely. And we must restore that to our public discourse. What would you like the American people to most know about the United States Supreme Court? That it is dedicated to finding what the law is, and the law has a moral foundation. The law is interested in truth, Truth is often the facts. Was the light red? Was the light green? And you begin there, and this isn't a partisan exercise. We want to show that facts count, and that facts are found in a thoughtful, rational, uh, respectful way. And after that, uh, we know what principles have to come from the facts, and those principles are, are the principles of the Constitution, and the principles of freedom are heritage. The work of freedom is never done. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.